All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Reality Roundtable. Today, I got a special guest with me, my boy back from Rock Hill, South Carolina, Jake and Rap. Jay, tell people a little bit about yourself. Oh, yeah, man, you know, I go by Jake and Rap from Rock Hill, South Carolina. Uh, I do music, man. That's my, that's my passion. Okay, that's my passion, and uh, I'm just trying to make a name for myself out here, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm really slept on and uh just trying to get just trying to let the world hear my music, man. Man, you how long have you been rapping? Since like twelfth grade. How long ago was that? <laughs> what I am now, twenty six, so about eight years ago when I started. Now what made you wanna get into the rap game? To be honest, I had a homeboy and he sucked. <laughs> and uh I was like, you know what? I'm going I'm to help him. I'm going to help him out. So I hopped on some of his songs, and I was like, well, I ain't going to lie. He sucked. I told him he sucked. And I was like, I was just going to help the song sound better. And he, it wasn't me being cocky or nothing, but I was like, at least when they get done with his verse, they'll be like, okay, that was whack, but let me see what this other dude has. I'll, I'll come kill it. And it make the song bearable to listen to. Hey, you sound like a pretty confident dude, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. I mean, you got to be that way in the game. If you don't believe in yourself, who else going to believe in you? Of course. That too. Now, when it comes to your music, like, how would you describe the type of style that you have? You know what, bro? It's not, I don't feel like it's like nobody else. First of all, I'm a Christian. Yeah. So, I don't, my music, I don't talk about the killing. Yeah. And the, and the black on black. Yeah. I don't talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I try to do, like... Motivation the music, uplift the music. I, I want to motivate you to get some money, take care of your family, you know what I'm saying? But, like I said, I keep God first. I'm always talking about God and my music because that's how I was raised, you feel me? And plus, I done seen it, him do stuff from first hand, so make ways out of no way, like people say for real, bro. Now, being from Rock Hill, you know, same as me, like, how do you feel like that, you know, helps you with exposure or it doesn't help you with exposure? You already know. Rock Hill, the small, when I had that many outlets, I'm glad you got your podcast rolling, you feel me, you putting on for the rock, but uh, it's really no exposure, bro, you know, it's like crab in a bucket, when you from your own city, people be hating on you, they don't want to see you doing better than them, so, I mean, you just have to try to get outside the city, only thing with that, it be kind of tough when you be trying to work and stuff, but still trying to make it happen, man, still pressing on, never giving up, so. Hey, but um, with the new like rise in the Carolina music scene, do you feel like there will be more opportunity for you to get your music out there? Yeah, yeah, I feel like that. It's just it got to trickle down to to rock here. But like I said, it's so small. Like to be honest, a lot of people coming out of like like Jackson with coming out of Columbia because more people know Columbia than Rock Hill. But it's just like I say, real networking. Just getting out and, and, and networking with different people, man. Running your mouth, talking. Close mouth, don't get fed, man. You gotta talk. Now, now say like we're we're close to Charlotte, right? Mm-hmm. And um, do you feel like maybe like going up to Charlotte every now and then could help like get your music more exposure, considering that the baby's out of Charlotte, and considering that he's helping other artists from North Carolina get exposure? Yeah, it could. To be honest, though, I look at it like, even though it's the Carolina collectively, I still look at it like it's South Carolina. 
Not versus North Carolina, but it's just like North Carolina got they they own waves. South Carolina got their own waves. And uh, I mean, but I ain't gonna lie. Now I done went to Charlotte. I had a couple little little performances where I felt more love out of Charlotte. They ain't even know me. More than Rocky, you feel me? Like got people coming up to me like, bro, you dope, you dope, you dope. All of me support me, but you know, hometown, it's kind of hard, bro. You gotta come, you gotta come back, kind of like when you pop it for people to support mm-hmm. you. Which I don't really think they're right, but I guess they want want you to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. So. Now, what's that like, you know, to get, like, support from somewhere you're not from, considering, you know, you you want the support from your hometown? Support is support, so I'd be happy, but I'd just be like, bro, why my people in my hometown can't see this, though? Like, yeah. Like I said, if I was, like we talked before, before you even turned the mic on, I said, bro, if I was garbage, it'd be a different story. Yeah. But since I'm talented, and I ain't saying I'm the most talented, but talented bro and people just I don't know they support who they want to support especially like you got to be like kind of like popular but I don't really fool a lot of people because I done got crossed by a lot of people in different ways I thought I wouldn't get crossed you know Mm -hmm. now do you use those life experiences in your music Mm, sometimes alright you know Rod Wade right yeah you know his his music is more I ain't gonna say it's sad, but it's... Bro, like, I ain't gonna lie. I be feeling kind of sad and depressed listening to his music. It's emotional. It's like... Yeah. I'm, uh, sometimes I might make one of them type songs every now and then, but really I like songs that get you up, motivated, want to get up, want to get out. Songs you can work out to. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Songs your kids can listen to, which y'all can turn up. You know what I'm saying? That's, I like music that gets you up and moving. I don't want you to sit down. So basically, like, you say you you make music that make us like want to get up and move. Mm-hmm. But you also, like, use your music from a life experience. Mm-hmm. Do you just, like, how do you feel like that authenticity, like, helps you when it comes to the creative process? Just being versatile. Just tapping in with people with different emotions. Mm-hmm. Like I said. But my go-to would be, like, hype-type music. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm full of energy, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't just... Could just make emotional type songs out of Like you said, you feel sad and depressed. I don't want you to feel like that. It's already enough sadness. Coronavirus going around. People feel like they're gonna die. <laughs> no, man. I want you to feel like you 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 can conquer. Like you you can you can make it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Whatever mm-hmm. you're trying to do, especially if it's something positive, bro. You know what I'm saying? And and you put God first. Put God in. It, it can happen, bro. Just don't give up, man. Yeah, like you've been at this for eight years, and I feel like you're not like. You said don't give up. Mm-hmm. The fact that you've been in it for eight years, I can definitely see that you're not giving up. And also, like, with each project and each song, I can tell that you're actually, like, getting better. Now, like, what? how do you, like, grade yourself when you release new, when you release new material? How do I grade myself? I used to, like, okay. Yeah, like, how do you look at it? Like, how do you compare yourself to, like, the last, the last thing you put out? Sometimes I look at the streams. But at the same time, the streams don't tell all the story. Uh, I wish on Spotify people could comment on the songs too. Mm-hmm. I just, I just wish, like on Audio Mac or yeah. SoundCloud. Yeah. Uh, but I also know that a lot of people haven't heard about me. Mm-hmm. So I used to get mad, be like, man, I only got hundred streams. I'm like, if more people would give my music a chance, yeah. then I would have more than a hundred streams. You know what I'm saying? 
Hey, that's why you see me shout your music out all the time, man. Oh, yeah, man. Because, yeah. like, like you said, like, in our city, we have, like, a crab in the barrel mentality. Mm-hmm. But with me, like, I want to see everybody make it. I don't have a hate bone in my body. So I, I just don't have time for it. And, like, another reason I do that is because I see that you genuinely, like, you rock with my podcast, too. And, yeah, you rock with the things that I'm trying to do. So it'd be kind of wrong of me, like, not to show you that support back. Bro, you know how many people... That I wish had your mentality. A lot of dudes I used to support, man, and just comment. You know, just showing love, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When it came to my my music, nah, I wouldn't get none of that. Like it don't like it don't cost anything to shout you out. It really don't, bro. That's how hard is it? Even on Facebook, how hard is it to hit a share button? It's not hard at all. I mean, I don't really share your music on Facebook. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I get that. But yeah. I'm just saying for the people on Facebook, any of my homeboys that claim they're my homeboys, mm-hmm. but I put something out, like that, like you said, I don't really do nothing on Facebook because they don't support. They support what they want to support. But I'm just saying, bro, it's not that hard to hear the shit, but which make me believe that, like, you either hating on me or, I don't know, it's just, I don't know. You got to be hating because the music is good. The music actually really is good. And speaking of the music being good, like, on the majority of your tracks, you work with producer Money on the track. Yeah, my boy. Shout out my boy Money on the track, man. You already know how we rocking. We got more music and more music and more music, bro. Think about Gucci and Zaytoe back in the day. Because yeah. <laughs> hey. that's, really, that's really the only dude. I mean, it's more dope producers out there. I'm open to working with them. But it's just like Money. Me and Money can sit down. Studio session, eight hours straight, just sitting down, throwing ideas. He making beats, I'm spitting mm-hmm. on them. It go right from making a beat, throwing in my throwing in my mat, mm-hmm. to me recording on it. I like our process, man. We 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 got good uh, chemistry. chemistry man. Yeah. Like, how you think like y'all been able to build that chemistry over the like? How long has he been? How long have you two been working together? Not that long. Like last year was like the the first time. I didn't even know my homeboy made beats, bro. Mm-hmm. Until another homeboy that I was at work with, he from Lancaster. He said, you know the dude ain't money on the track? Because we was talking, and I was like, I'm from Rock Hill. He was like, I got this producer that I'm working with from Rock Hill named Money on the Track. I like, Money on the Track? I was like, hold money on. Money from Rock Hill? Yeah. I ain't I was like, bro, let me look him up. I looked him up. I was like, man, that's my boy Melvin. We went to uh, middle school together, but I'm just saying that to say this, bro. There's so many people doing music, bro. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even know. Like, it's so many talented individuals out here, bro. It's just crazy. I never knew that my homeboy made beat, bro. I never knew. Now, we had lost touch for a while because people move and people have lives going on. But I'm glad my homeboy said it because if he never would have said that, I never would have knew he he was on that uh, on that music like me. Yeah, so, um, yeah, like like I was saying, I don't think you answered the question. Like, where did that chemistry come from? Oh, yeah. My bad. My bad. Yeah. Let me get back to it. You know what, bro? I don't really know. It's just like we clicked from the first time. But the thing about it is, you know how a, a, a person hits you up and be like, let's work? Yeah. You know, you, you got to pay each other for your services you provide. But it's just like money was just like, let's work. Like, don't worry about the money. Yeah. He was like, legit, let's work. Bro. Let's sit here. Don't worry about the money if you got it or not. Because think about it. Some people get how to did it. They be like, man, we can't work unless you paying me five hundred dollars for my beats or whatever. Think about it. everybody ain't got that type of money, so it's gonna take you longer for that to happen. 
And he was just like, bro, no, we're not going to do that. We're even going to wait for no another three months till you can save the money up. Right now. Right here, right now. Mm-hmm. So ever since then, I used to go over his house, bring my, my equipment with me, and we just sit there, bro, and we just vibe off one another, bro. I tell him what type of beats I like, he said, okay. He'll, he'll do the type of beats I like, and then he'll throw his little, his little flavor in there. And we'll just make a new sound. But that's what it's really about, trying to differentiate yourself from everybody else. Because I do not want to sound like everybody else. A new wave come out, and everybody want to jump on it. I'm like, y'all going to the right. I'm finna hit this left. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And speaking of your equipment, you have, like, your own little, like, setup. Yes, sir. And, like, that, that just shows me that you're willing to, like, invest in your future. Yes, sir. Like, what made you, like, want to do that instead of, like, having to spend money to go to the studio all the time? Cost effective, man. I don't make a whole lot of money, you know? I got a regular job like anybody else. But, see, I had a homeboy that used to record me. Me and him fell out. It was a lot of signs pointing towards me and him falling out, but I ignored him mm-hmm. because he used to record me for free. So I dealt with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you having a bad girlfriend. She toxic. Yeah. But you just like, uh, she's so bad, I don't want to let her go. So you deal with it. Same thing with me and him. But after a while, it just got too bad to the point I was like, you know what? He had, I had a song on there, bro. He didn't even want me to finish recording like it'll be hook first verse mm-hmm. he was like all right bro we're gonna wrap it up he's like all right we're gonna wrap it up uh you come at tomorrow and finish i hit him up what's up bro we're gonna finish. and not today next day what's up bro we're gonna and not today. over time turned into weeks bro and i'm just like why i feel like like he because i ain't gonna lie people told him that he should just produce for me yeah so i felt like it was like he wanted to prove that he was better than me. So he kind of like stagnated my growth. So I was like, you know what? Forget it. I ain't never think I was going to be able to mix my own music, make it sound good, make it sound decent. Mm-hmm. But I just prayed about it. I said, God, you know, I really want to do this. Any any questions that I had, it's like he helped me find the answer. Mm-hmm. Even, it, it no matter how long it took, how many times it took me to research it, I stayed diligent. That I stayed, you know, I stayed with it. But like I say, Never giving up, and now, bro, it's you. Can, you can listen to a song that he that he mixed, mm-hmm. and a song that I mix. You'll be like, bro, you like years. Of, this is like like when I go back, and I ain't bashing dude, but when I go back and listen to his music that he's still making today, mm-hmm. it, it ain't no like you say. You see growth in my music, yeah. you know, growth like within the. Uh, the, the just the, the content of the song, or there's no growth in the quality, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. bro. I used to learn from him. Mm-hmm. Now nah, I don't surpass him, bro. All right, and um, like the fact that you do have your own equipment, and the fact that you were willing to invest, that just shows that you were like really serious about this. Yes, sir. Okay. And that you know you do that you really see a future. And I actually do see a future in you. I, I believe in you. I don't know how many people like actually tell you that, but I really do believe you. I'm gonna continue to support you. And you know, with, uh, also you're an independent artist too. You're not signed. Like, would you want to stay independent, or would you want to sign a deal? To be honest, I would want to stay independent. Uh, I just like being in control. Mm-hmm. Drop a song when I want to drop a song. Drop an EP when I want to drop an EP. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, the independent route is tougher, but I feel like once you get to that point, 
just, just, like I say, I like being in control. Bro. I don't, I don't really like being told what to do with my music or, mm-hmm. yeah, that song dope, but no, I think you should go with this one. They're actually having to go, but I'm like, bro, you not hear this one right here? Like, I feel like this one is it. You know what I'm saying? Especially, put a song out. One song get more streams than the other. And the people clearly going for this song, but you say the label, label can still say, nope, we're going with this. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying that that could happen. So I just like the freedom, man. Mm-hmm. And like you look, like did you pay attention to like other artists when they went through their little contract situations? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then like what, like who were some of the people that you you know listened to growing up to try to like maybe put a little bit of what they do into your music or like are you just completely on like is your style like just completely you or do you take from other artists right. to put in your music? Nah, you know you got your you got your influences. So, I used to listen to a lot of Gucci. Yeah. Future. Mm-hmm. Lil Wayne, Doug. To be honest, Lil Wayne and anybody from Atlanta. Because mm-hmm. Atlanta just got that swag. You know what I'm saying? I like it. You know what I'm saying? They're not the most lyrical. Mm-hmm. But as far as constructing a song and making it a hit, putting it together, they're the best in the business to do it to me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because yeah. the South got music on a lot, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got your little Roddy Riches over here in the West. You got you had your little uh, what's your boy name with the one eye? Uh, Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap up north. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the younger generation. But at the same time, I stopped listening to a lot of them because they just talk about the same thing. And like I say, I don't really like to listen to music about killing one another no more. And that's mostly what a lot of people talk about. And I'm just like, why did you talk about that? Mm-hmm. But then. You can go on they, they, they Instagram, a lot of these artists, and they trying to talk about something positive. But then you go listen to their music, they talk about killing me. So I was like, what is he doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but and you talk about Atlanta, like the thing about Atlanta, a lot of Atlanta artists that collab, mm-hmm. like you, you'll see them like actually supporting their their homeboy's music. Like there's really no crab in the barrel bucket. From what I've seen, I'm looking from the outside in. I'm not, you know, I'm not there, but looking from the outside in, like you actually see them like supporting one another. You're right. I don't know what it is about Atlanta, man. So much opportunity, I guess, that they don't really mind helping put somebody on. But I guess like around our way where it's not really anything. People want to be the first ones to hop on a hop on a wave of podcast that's popping and just hold it and say, "No, mm-hmm. that's mine." Yeah. Instead of helping your boy. Yeah. And that can be like your homeboy that close to you. You still won't help put them on. I'm just like, mm, I don't know what's wrong with that. I don't mind if I have a resource I can help my brother with, and I mm-hmm. know he in the same field or he can help him some type of way. I'm gonna, I would tell him. Yeah. You at least try to do something. Yeah, you feel like. It's like knowing a job hiring, and my homeboy need a job, and I go get the job. Mm-hmm. And he asked me, where you working at? And I said, I'm working at so-and-so. He's like, yeah, they just opened up, bro. You know I need a job, why you tell me? That's mm-hmm. ridiculous, bro. Yeah, that's like me when I, like, I had posted a picture. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the big step of series pictures that I have on my Instagram where I, like, come out with the captions. Mm-hmm. And one of my captions, it says, I'm driven like the kitchen sink. <laughs> that came from your song. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, bro. And I tagged you in it. And I hope that, like, me tagging you in that, I hope that it, you know, got some people to go, like, at least give your music a chance. Right. But, and, and at the same time, I love getting streams, but I like that interaction, like you was talking about earlier with the, with the fans or the people that 
listen to my music. Mm-hmm. I want people to come on my on my Instagram and chat and chat to me like I want to be like the most down to earth artist you ever seen, bro. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I want to be like I don't know, man. I want to be. I know stuff be happening. You gotta be careful, but I want to get my fans like an experience like they never mm-hmm. experienced before. Like he he's so relatable. Like he's so he not untouchable. Like. If I was to perform at a big show, bro, like I would want, I'd call people up on, if I if it was up to me, yeah, I'd call people up on the stage with me, like fan, like I just you could just I'm accessible. Mm-hmm. So many artists they not accessible. They look at it like I'm up here and you down here, like ooh, don't touch me. So you're saying that like if you like have the success of the bigger artists, mm-hmm. like you would still like be the same person that you are now. Yeah, of course. Well. I, I do see that because, like, first time we met, you actually came to my house, and we hooped in the backyard. And, like, from that day, like, you're still the same person that I met from that day. Mind y'all, he did beat me, but it was close. I was in, like, eighth grade. He was in 12th grade. Mind you, dude, like, six four. What, you six four? Yeah. Yeah, I'm five ten. That's a six-inch height difference. But I kept it close now. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, man. But yeah, um, so uh, tell the people where they can find you. Tell the people where they can find your music, your social media, everything. Uh, everything is Jake. Jake can rap, man. J a y c a n r a p. No spaces. Uh, Facebook is J Hall, but I really just get on there for just to be nosy. But yeah. music wise, uh, like I said, Spotify, Instagram. Uh, I don't really get on Twitter no more. Maybe I should, but. I made another Twitter, and nobody really fooled with me right now. So, just Instagram and Spotify, Apple Music, uh, and all the other platforms, streaming platforms. Jake and Rap, man, one word. That's that, man. It made it simple for y'all. Y'all ain't gotta do no long. Everything ain't different, and you ain't gotta do no long username or whatever artist name. Just Jake and Rap, man. Everything. All right, that's another episode of the Reality Roundtable. I'm your host, Jonathan Brown, and thank you for joining us.